I'm so excited about our program tonight. I know, I am too. We're, oh just, my God. we're just rolling through. We've had so many people come in and give us these great stories from all over Texas. That's right. I all over really Texas. It. And, yes. and it's so fun, you know, to give, give these folk stories out and uh, to people who... We really haven't had a chance to, to, to hear these stories. That's right. We got two That's good right. ones tonight. Two good yes. ones tonight. One of them is a very scary tale uh, about the donkey lady uh, and the bridge. Oh my God. And Libby, I tell you. Tell me. It's in San Antonio it's again. Again? Again. But you know what? What is it about San Antonio and Texas? I don't and know. And I don't want to just focus on San Antonio, but. There is a lot of stories. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's really scary. We've heard stuff from uh, you know El Paso. We we, we the Yorona. We had uh, that story from El Paso. We had uh, the 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 spooky uh, black eyed children from Amarillo. That's right. Um, yes, we did. We've had some stories uh, from Cuero. We've had mm-hmm. some stories from Houston. That's we've, right. We've we had the from the swampy areas of Texas. Yeah. They're all over. So there's some great folk tales, and I hope that uh, there we can chronologically put these in order so people can read them. Because yeah, you're this right. is you're this right. is very important because these have been these have been handed down over years and years and years. years. You're right. You know, and we, I, you can find these stories, mm-hmm. but you find them in all different types of places. That's right. And, That's we, and I'm glad that we're doing them because they're going to be centrally located for everybody. That is very. True. Everybody can go to our website or. And what is our website? Artandlivy.com. We made it very simple for y'all. Artandlivy.com. That's our website. We also have Facebook, Art and Libby. Um, we have Instagram, Art and Libby. So there seems to be a theme, right? It's the Art and Libby show. And our podcasts are that's available true. on iTunes and Spotify. So that, that's you, true. You it's can, Apple. Yeah, Apple. Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. So you can hear us on. On there's different ways to listen, and. Um, but everything we talk about here, a lot of it is here in Texas. That's right. So. And it's all these spooky things. Yeah. There's a lot of ghosts going on. So let's get right to it, Art. Right? Let's get right to it, Libby. We will get right to it. So we're doing two tonight. We're going right. to do a scary one. Uh, we, we talked about the donkey lady from San Oh, my God. So we have that donkey lady. And so... You know, I will tell you before you begin, Arthur, and you get that, uh, the stories as far as with the donkey lady, I will tell you that um, back in high school, I was uh, part of uh, participating in going and seeing what was all about the donkey lady. So I am very concerned uh, I, I mean, I was very young at the time, so that was very scary. Um, but I wanted you guys to experience, and of course you do a whole bunch of crazy things when you're very young, and even when you're a little bit, you know, older, but I'll let you be, I'll let you go ahead and start it off. The donkey lady. Yeah. All right. I will read this one. The true origins of the Donkey Lady Bridge legend are unknown. 
The tale has been around long enough that there are multiple versions of it. But supposedly, it all started when a farming family outside San Antonio met their horrific end. The farmer set fire to his home. He murdered his children. Oh, my. And left his wife horribly disfigured. Fingers were melted down to stumps, creating hoof-like appendages. And the skin on her face was charred and gave her face an elongated donkey-like appearance. Grieving the loss of her children and the betrayal of her husband, she haunts Elm Creek and torments those who try to cross. The donkey lady is located at Apple White Road in San Antonio, Texas San Antonio. at 78264. Oh, now, let me tell you, back in the 80s, a lot of people traveled out to Apple White Road because Apple White Road, there was nothing out there. Nothing. It was desolate. It was dark. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to take a ride to Apple White Road, maybe you're going to get to see the donkey lady. The donkey lady. And you know what? <laughs> I will tell you that it was a very scary. I remember us going, it must have been around 12, maybe at midnight. And we went and we remember it was very quiet. And we just heard kind of a knock, kind of like steps. And I tell you, Arthur, we just ran to our cars and drove off. So we never actually saw exactly the donk leader, but I remember some of my friends said, Libby, we gotta run out of here because we actually heard some footsteps and I'll never forget them. That was just, it was like a hard hit. So hard steps, so I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I never want to go there again. But I tell you, and for those that are listening on our podcast, we're also doing this on YouTube. Yes. Art and Libby Elizondo. You can find us also on YouTube. Um, And we're here live today. Um, So we're going to welcome all of you guys. We're going to continue with another story. Now I need my glasses for this. (laughs) And this one is, Libby, this one is what a lot of people Mm -hmm. have talked about. This one started gaining a lot of traction years ago. That's right. And uh, my brother to this day, he states that he saw this. This thing moved around his car and he could not just, he just had glimpses of it. But it stood up and it had very sharp teeth. Oh. And he didn't. He didn't know what to do. But uh, if you're ever, I guess that's in Cuero, right? Yeah. If Quero, you're in Cuero, Texas. Quero, Quero, Texas. <laughs> you're yeah. in Cuero, Texas. Be careful, because that's where the supposedly the chupacabra. So let's go ahead and kind of get to know this story for those that have never heard about it. But I'm sure they, some of y'all have. The Chupacabra is among the most popular of the mystery beast, an integral part of Texas folklore 
and a semi-regular guest star in sensational cable documentaries. And querulous local news reports alike, we've seen them in the news. And that was actually around 10 years ago. We was used to see that again, and a lot. For 10 years, legends of the blood-sucking monster have been a staple of rural life throughout the central part of the state, fueled by a succession of alleged um, carcasses, sighting, and tall tales. According to Ben Radford, researcher with the Center for Skeptical Inquiry and author of Tracking the Chupacabra, Texas is a chupacabra factory, one of the foremost states associated with, what do they call it? The vampire. The vampire. So it's not only in Cuero, Texas, mm -hmm. but they've done research on the chupacabra all across Texas. But it's not just in Texas. They also have seen sightings of the Chupacabra around the United States. But get this, they also have seen the Chupacabra in the central part, Central America. They've talked about it. They've seen it. So what people call it is el vampiro. A vampire. El vampire, yes. So keep that in mind. Yes, we bring about this and we're telling the stories of the chupacabra, of uh, the screaming, the, the cemetery, the llorona. We've been having, we've been reading. We hear a lot of all these stories during this time of Halloween. But these are stories that, events that happen throughout days, weeks, months, and it's not just October that we hear these stories by other people, by conversations. It's also by, it doesn't matter the time. Today we're just choosing to do it because of the Halloween and we're gonna talk about the definition and how Halloween began and what it means tomorrow. We'll be doing a show on that. But then we're also bringing in the Dia de los Muertos that's coming up also in November. And which is, which is, uh, a, it's not really a, like a source, it's, it's very different. People have, yes. people have had uh, misunderstandings of what Day of the Dead is. That's right. And I'm so happy that Disney actually did that Coco movie oh, yes. to let you know, to let people understand. The difference. And isn't it beautiful that now people are celebrating Day of the Dead That's and they're right. celebrating people that have passed on mm -hmm. by, by building these altars. So I can't wait to talk about that. So we'll be talking about that, but I'm glad you said that, Arthur, because it's two different things. And so tomorrow we will be, since it's October 31st, we will be talking about what is Halloween. We will be talking about Halloween on Halloween Day. So thank you for having us today. Thank you for being part of us of the of art and Libby, and we want to tell you welcome and we love you
see you next time.